Chapaloni. Oh, I was saying the whole Chapaloni. intro, but yeah, you could just just keep every time I do Chapaloni. a punchline, just say Chapaloni. Uh, I uh, I work at a restaurant. Uh, anyone here ever worked at a restaurant? No, it's not a big. Yeah, you don't have to get too nuts about it. Uh, I work at Glaze. Uh, I work at Glaze, and we do catering orders sometimes. And I don't know if it's a comedian, and like sometimes when you're a comedian, you kind of become picky about people's sense of humor. But we do like catering orders, and sometimes, you know, you get people write their name, like, hey, make this plate for Alex, or make this plate for Denise. And then you always get this one guy in the company who's like, oh, make this plate for Darth Vader. And you're like, really, dude? Fine, yeah, fucking write Darth Vader. And you write Darth Vader. And the other day, I was just like, I totally had it. Some guy wrote, Elvis Parsley. And I was like, you motherfucker, this better be your real name, and you better have a miserable life as a result of your shitty-ass name. Like, you better have had to say at one point in your life, hi, uh, I'm Elvis Parsley, yeah, haha, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear those words, damn it. Uh, give it up for our parents, huh? They kind of, do we, do your parents, are your parents proud of you guys being comics or what? How does that work for people? No, they're usually disappointed, right? My parents were like super supportive. It's fucking weird. Uh, I'm like, I don't know if you know how fucking it doesn't work out at all for comedians. Uh, and it's even worse now because my brother's like fucking up in college and they're like, Zach, you got to get Joey back on track. It's like, what the fuck am I? Quit this school shit. Come back to the comedy farm with your old man. We're going to make dick jokes the way America was made. I don't know. Fucking, I'm working that one out. Uh... I, I, uh, my dad actually did something really nice for me when I was younger. Uh, when I was young, I used to take massive shits. Like, the toilet never flushed them. And it was kind of embarrassing. And when I was a kid, like, low-flow toilets were the thing. Do you guys remember low-flow toilets? Is that... It was... Yeah, it was, like, going green. And, you know, you flush the toilet. And it didn't really, like... It just kind of, like, the water's, like and it like disappeared and you just hope your poop rolled with enough momentum to get out of the toilet it never worked out for me like i remember sleeping over at kids houses and hearing that flush i mean like dear god give me diarrhea tonight because i don't want to be the reason the sleepover gets cut short um and i remember like that happened like i took a shit at my friend's house low flow did not work out and they were like dude Dude, you, like, this is fucking weird. And, and I remember my friend turned to me as his parents were, like, violently fixing this shit. Like, it was so big, I looked one time, I'm like, oh, I could totally handle prison. Like, that's how big it was. I'll be fine. That won't even hurt at all. And I remember my friend turned to me, I'll never forget, and he said, dude, why don't you chop the shit up with your ass? And I was like, that's the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. So my dad bought this high-powered toilet, which was super expensive when everyone was doing low flow. And I remember my dad screaming while he's setting up the toilet, Zach, you got to start chopping the shit up with your ass. And I'm like, was there a nursery rhyme that I missed when we were growing up? Anyway, I'm Zach Chapeloni. Thanks for listening. Yo, give it up for Zach. Okay, next up we have Dave Olson. Uh, Olson twins. There's going to be two parts to him and two parts to his comedy. Watch out for the punchline. Yes. Thank you, Olsen Twins. First time I've heard that one. Um, thank you. I'm, uh, I'm glad to be here. I've uh, been really lazy the last couple weeks. I'm, uh, I'm trying to get my shit together. I've been writing a lot of uh, these long to-do lists, you know, trying to, like, prioritize, stuff like that. 
Uh, I never get very far on them because the first item is always uh, find Adderall. And, uh, I'm not in college anymore. It's not super easy. I, uh, I don't know. I've been trying to find ways to fill up my time. I started taking piano lessons recently, uh, which is another way of indicating to you that I was recently dumped. Uh, I remember going in for the first lesson, and the guy's like, so uh, what made you want to learn the piano? Just spite, mainly. I'm lonely. It seems like a lonely instrument. Good for playing in the rain. But uh, I don't know. I'm trying to fill up my time. The only thing I've been good about is uh, I do a lot of uh, martial arts. I do a lot of uh, Muay Thai kickboxing, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, if you don't know what Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is, uh, it's essentially just wrestling for guys going through a midlife crisis. Yeah. <laughs> I do a lot of that. I, uh, I don't know. Just admitting that out loud in like, a room full of people, it's a little bit embarrassing talking about like spending a lot of time fighting. You know, I have like a lot of uh, jock shame about that. Because it's like, I can lie all I want and tell people, oh, it's a great workout and it's a nice social activity. Truth is, I just want to get on world star hip hop more than anything in the world. Like I've put my girlfriend in some very dangerous situations so that I can come to her rescue. Just send her walking through a dark alley at like 3 a.m. I'm 30 feet behind her wearing a GoPro. Just. Because <laughs> that, that's the ultimate dream for me is that like someone lunges out at her and I kick the shit out of them, put it on film, and earn the respect of a million black teenagers. That's like the pinnacle of success for me. It's not healthy. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I've had a, a rough couple months. I uh, I lost my grandpa a few months ago. I had to uh, go out to the funeral. Went out to the funeral. That was a weird experience going out there. After the fact, my uh, aunt actually got very upset with me. She comes up to me. She says, hey, Dave, couldn't help but notice that uh entire time we were at the burial, you were the only one with a big smile on your face. In fact, you were laughing the whole time. That shit was disrespectful which is bullshit because I was sad, but I had also just inherited a real samurai sword. <laughs> and there is no time to grieve when you're busy doing battle with the grapefruit trees in your backyard. <laughs> it was a living memorial to a great man. All right, thank you guys, my name's Dave. battling one tree at a time if you want to vote for him please come in the studio and put a little mark by his name please do that if you're not a comedian your vote is important tonight uh, also let's clap our hands together for my new intern David yay he's letting me smoke cigarettes I love it so much it's making me so happy our next comedian makes me so happy all the time. It's absolutely nuts how beautiful he is. He runs a show once a month at Spanky's in Castro Valley. He's part of True Hustle Entertainment. Please love him so much. It's Tommy Arnold. Yay! Thank you all. Thank you very much. Yeah, we're going to have some technical issues right here. Just set it down. That's fine. I'm loud enough, man. We don't ever need it. It's like playing in my living room. 
Uh, yeah. Oh my God! Uh, watching TV the other day, saw the uh, the new ad campaign to make you quit smoking. Cigarettes are bullies. It's a fucking lie. Oh, maybe fuck cigarettes, but they're not bullies. I never once had a cigarette put my head in the toilet. Never once had a cigarette beat me up for 250 of lunch money. Never had one cigarette give me a wedgie so bad that the band on my underwear breaks and then they just throw it on you and laugh at you. Scars. I mean, bullying sucks and like, I mean, yes, you should tell people not to, but it shouldn't not be practiced, I guess, because if you make it through it, I mean, you're a better, stronger person by all means. I mean, it certainly prepares you for having a job or being married, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, being married. Speaking of which, anybody else get surprised when that movie, 12 Years as a Slave, wasn't about marriage? <laughs> like, I walked in, I was like, oh, oppressed black people, oh, I had to cry. I don't like crying in public. Like crying in the shower where the water hides the tears. And that's where a fucking cigarette is for you. It'll be right there. Everybody said, you know, they blast on them. They're like, oh, they'll kill you. No one gets out of here alive. You know, at least like my lungs are so like lined with tar and asbestos that if oxygen, an element, can barely get through, what makes you think I need to worry about like bird flu, swine flu, unicorn flu, ostrich flu? I don't fucking need that shit. I got an immune system. That's what builds it up. Uh, yeah, so I got a, recently got an offer to do um, uh, serenades for people, like, singing telegrams. And, like, I went in and performed for them, and then they ended up, like, shooting weird songs at me, like Warren's Cherry Pie. And, you know, I kissed a girl. And I was like, you guys heard me sing, right? Like, what makes you think I could even do that? I mean, I can only do, like, you know, singing telegrams for bad news. Be like, sorry to tell you that the baby's not yours. But think of all that money that you'll save. But your girlfriend's still a whore. You know, that's, that's all I can... Yeah, Warren's cherry pie. She's my cherry pie. She's either on the rag or the baby just died. I mean, I don't... I don't know where... Where to go? I got my own songs to do. I ain't no monkey. Uh, you guys are a good crowd. All right, I'm gonna play one song and then we'll cut out. It's a song I always play. Most of you know it and have heard it a thousand times, but you're gonna hear it a thousand times more. And so join along if you like. Well, Jackie wants a black guy. Cause she likes a real big dick And Johnny's chasing chubbies Cause he likes them kinda thick Yeah, everybody here you're perfect Yet you all have your faults If you raise your standards low enough You'll never break your heart Well, we're all gonna get laid Yeah, each and every day If you don't find true love Well, you're gonna have to pay all you I love you guys. Well, Jackie wants a Mexican, but it isn't what you think. 
she's safe because she knows that they like that white girl meat brown yellow they're not racist they're good well johnny wants to switch teams because he likes it on the chin he heads down to the castro where the fun always begins singing well we're all gonna get laid yeah each and every day if you don't find you yourself alone with no one else around grab your favorite toy or sock take yourself to happy town and then you find that special someone who can really get you off well hold on to them tightly cause your house is gonna rock as we all sing together well we're all gonna get laid yeah each and every day if you don't find true love well you're Hey, I hope each one of you get late tonight. Thank you all very much. My name is Tam Zayano. All right, yeah. Hooray! Tommy Arnold, yay! I love people with musical instruments. They're always welcome here at the clubhouse. Please come vote for your favorite comics in the booth tonight. Uh, if you're a real person, i.e. not a comic, Please, you're important. We love you. Our next comedian up, uh, he is not a regular, but we're glad that he's here and he came all the way from wherever he came from. Please clap your hands together for Justin Matson. Yay! Hey, guys. Ever wonder why there are no female comedians here named Young Tender? That's my callback. <laughs> uh, hey guys, I'm Justin Matson. I'm uh, from San Diego. I, uh, hey, she is too. I, I moved to Hollywood to follow my hopes and dreams. That was seven years ago. I, uh, I've always been a little bit of a dreamer. I, I studied film because I really want to be a waiter and um, <laughs> It's great. Those who know me know I'm an optimist because I just don't learn. Uh, but um, I think I'm, you know, I, I live in a tiny Hollywood apartment, so every week I got to declutter by removing all the, the broken dreams off my vision board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, I've always been a really upbeat, cheerful kind of guy after 4 p.m. But. Uh, I, I used to live in New York, actually. Uh, I did a lot of poetry in New York yeah, to, to supplement my income. And uh, it's great. In New York, there's so many venues to do poetry. The trick is you have to wait for the train doors to lock shut. Yeah. I think I was making it. You know you're a true poet when your suicide notes start to rhyme. That's, that's just a joke. I'm, I'm not suicidal. I just should be. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think I just haven't, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just having one of those decades. Um, I, I recently did an act of chivalry by opening a door for a lady. A few clarifications. One, I didn't know she was a lady. <laughs> Two, it was a men's room door. <laughs> Three, the gesture was not appreciated. 
<laughs> I'm sharing this story because I think some of us assume in our peripherals that anyone who wears flannel has a penis. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I think, uh, I, um, you know, it's hard nowadays, uh, the gender lines are blurred. I, I'm not the most manly, masculine men. I, I actually, I take steroids to help me run like a girl. And, um, but, but I do think, I think, I think America needs to, 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 to make a better effort to help make our transgendered uh, friends feel more, more accepted, more loved, and less awkward at a bris. <laughs> I think uh, that'd be good. I uh, had a joke here. Uh, I, I, in New York, there's so many good restaurants. Uh, my favorite was this authentic uh, Chinese food restaurant. I know it was authentic because all the waitresses were yelling. And um, <laughs> there's, I was, there's a moment when you go in to a Chinese restaurant and you're not sure, like, like is this the, the, the menu or the Chinese zodiac? It's like, oh, uh, beef, lamb, chicken, pork, dog, tiger, rat. How authentic is this place? Dragon, sounds spicy. All right, thanks a lot, I'm Justin Matson. Holy shit, it's Justin Matson. If you don't vote for him, you're an asshole. Uh, hey, audience members. I, 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 he had me at San Diego, San Diego, superchargers. Our next comedian has been selling you all beer, and he is a champion of all things good and right. That's because he's part of the affirmative action heroes. They have shows all the time. Clap like you mean it. It's EJ. No, EJ Allen's up next. EJ, EJ Allen, EJ Allen, EJ. It's actually EJ Allen. No, no, but I did the intro for you. No, but it's EJ Allen, yay! I'm sorry you got bumped, Paul. It's EJ Allen. Me and Paul can do a duet. A duet. Some Oh, man, you, get, you got kicked out the group already, Paul. Shit, I'm gonna have to Beyonce this shit, man. We can do it. But he's, Justin is here to do Pussy Riot tomorrow night. That's why, now he's here to do my show tomorrow night. That's why I wanted to go after him. So come on over for Pussy Riot at my house. <laughs> 18th and, uh, and Brush. Yeah. It's okay, you're next, Paul, it's okay. Give it up for EJ Allen, yay! No, that's okay, Paul had to promote his shit. He's having a riot over some pussy. At his house, right? What is Pussy Riot? Is that your show? Is that the name of your show? They're Russian activists. So you're having Ru Russian activists at your house at open it's mic? It's a benefit for them. But you, it's a benefit? We're selling the cocktail. And, <laughs> and, and how's this benefiting them? Money to uh, Amnesty International. They yeah. were in prison. And they were also on page 47 of People Magazine, too, Paul. They don't need any fucking money. Why don't you have a fundraiser for somebody in this room? Like, I don't have any money or pussy. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. 
that's what we need. Yeah, man. Yo, if you guys want to donate some money or some pussy to me, like, that'd be very, very, you know, like, if you guys want to get together and, like, you know, start up, like, a 5K run around Golden Gate Park or some shit, like, you know, that'd be a real charity. Because, like, if you have cancer, like, you know, if you, if you raise $500 million for cancer, that just means you're going to have to raise $650 million a year after that, and $725 million a year after that. You know, you give me $500 million, there's going to be a lot of fucking horny guys satisfied. <laughs> like, that's a real charity. Like, you're going to see, like, you, like you could, these guys are going to just stand there while you're running, just, like, with love and support, and just really handing out that Gatorade. <laughs> like if you just like if you ran in my shit, like if you ran in my shit and I see how much and you're supporting me trying to get some fucking ass, man, I'ma fucking support you over here. I'm sorry guys. Um what was I talking about? I wasn't talking about shit, I was just rambling. Uh hey, you know what happened to me today? I was walking through the Tenderloin and I was on the biggest crack block in San Francisco. And picture this, imagine this. You're a police officer, right? You're driving down the street with your partner in the Tenderloin. You see a lady of the night. You see Aaron Barrett come out the bathroom. You see crack dealers. You see desperate crack addicts. You see despair. You see needles, dope fiends, just gloom and destruction around you. And you pull over because there's a fucking guy jaywalking and you give him a ticket. And that's what happened to me. They caught me jaywalking and gave me a ticket because seriously, because I was 10 feet from the fucking crosswalk. This guy just sold three grams of some fucking bullshit crack that's really Ajax. And they get me for fucking jaywalk. Oh. Is somebody gonna give some pussy or not? Like, that's the, like, 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 are you clapping in support? Or are you like, cause that's a separate list. Of, all right, I'm gonna get off stage, man. I got more beer too, man. So you know, we, don't, don't give me. The, are you, why are you giving me the thumbs up? This isn't working out how I planned, guys. <laughs> hey, give, hey, thank you very much, Pam, for the time. Give it up for Pam Benjamin, everybody. Yay! Keep clapping for EJ Allen. You guys are listening to Pam Jazz's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday here on Mutiny Radio from 8 to 11. We have so many more comics that are up. I can't believe it. It's amazing. Our next comic is a running a show called Pussy Riot. We've been talking about it. It's tomorrow night. Please... Clap like you mean it. For Paul Sanford, yay! Do you know how you spell Pussy Riot in Russian, in the Cyrillic alphabet? You spell it P-U-S-S-Y-R-I-O-T. In other words, they spelled it in the universal language English because the threat is, like Lysistrata, what if all of the women decided that they were going to change up? And we know that the strongest organ in the human body is the womb. The dick is nothing compared to the womb. The dick tries to populate the earth, but the womb really does populate the earth, right? The, the nurse knows, yeah. Okay, so the problem I had to do was, here is an LGBTQ-friendly 
show, and I seem to be rather straight. But I did some study, and as I worked on it, I realized that I am the Q in LGBTQ. I'm queer. Everybody says it all the time, right? I'm odd. I'm so, are there some? Are there some LGBTQ people here tonight? No, just you're just pro LGBTQ friendly, yeah. And I'm I'm queer. I'm odd. I'm strange. I'm unusual. I'm weird. You know, get your thesaurus out. I'm all of those things. Pam will tell you. And but and and one of the things is Tommy Arnold sings about everybody going to get laid. You know, but I ain't going to get laid. And nobody's too worried about it. That's the queer part of me. Everybody, nobody's sitting there saying, Paul isn't getting laid, we better do something about it. In fact, I am the big C. The big C, you know, you're not supposed to say the C word, but I am a C. You know what C the C word? The, what, what, what's the C word you're not supposed to say in comedy? Come on, say it. Chemically imbalanced. No! <laughs> yes, I am, I'm bipolar, you know that, but I'm a, you know, uh, celibate. Celibate. That means you ain't getting none. And uh, actually, I learned recently I am bicelibate. I'm not having sex with either men or women. And uh, little by little, I start. Thank you for thank you for the almost applause. And uh, but little, then I realized that I am actually bisexual. And it came upon me when I was haranguing the audience, you know, oh, look at you, beautiful young woman, right? It's nice to see you. And the gay guy next to you <laughs> said, oh, yes, Paul. And I said, and I found it not a bit offensive. In fact, it was rather appealing. I thought, I don't care what plumbing you have in the downstairs, you're hot. You didn't know, you think you're welcome, yeah. <laughs> but I, and so, <laughs> So I was looking at pictures of myself at Christmas, and I show, was showing my album to my daughter, and they were pictures of me in high school and in college. And I had hair, a flat stomach, muscles. You know, I, whoa, yeah, I looked, and I, I looked kind of like a, you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, I looked, and I said, I was hot. I was, I was fuckable. Hell, I'd fuck that guy. Uh, why didn't everybody fuck that guy? That guy, that guy. Uh, uh, in fact, I realized I had sex with that guy thousands of times. <laughs> and look what it did to him. <laughs> it turned him into this old broke back mountain, broke ass comedian. <laughs> anyway, you all come out to Pussy Riot. Enjoy it. Enjoy yourselves. It's a brush and uh, 18th at my house, which I bought, because nobody would give me a venue, so I had to buy one. It's the most expensive show, comedy show ever done if you include the cost of the house. Hey, here we are in San Francisco where even the rainbows are not straight. Yay! Paul Sanford! Paul Sanford, go see Pussy Riot tomorrow night. Care about the vagina. Fuck that guy. If you want to fuck that guy, uh, don't vote for him in here in the audience. Our next comedian, he actually blew me away last night. I was at Brainwash Thursday open mic, and his new jokes, like, I saw him in a completely new light. He doesn't just have a beautiful smile. He's fucking funny as shit. It's Anthony Medina! Yay! Yay! 
You guys thought I was low energy. Fuck y'all. No, I'm here. All right. For those who don't know me, my name's Anthony Medina, and I'm a new age Mexican. And by that, I mean I use condoms. Yeah. If you don't believe that, that's because you saw a couple of my cousins outside. Uh, but if anything, though, thank you all for hanging out here and shit. This is an awesome environment for Beauty Radio. I love this shit right here. Uh, if anything, uh, people always ask me why I'm smiling all the time. And it's because, uh, well, I'm originally from South Central LA. But people don't believe that shit. You're not from South Central. I know you, motherfucker. Because you got, you ain't from South Central LA, baby. That guy's from Australia. I know he's not from South Central LA. He's the first Australian I've ever met in my life. <laughs> but like a lot of people don't believe that because, uh, you know, I'm alive and happy with my life. Uh, yeah, I should. So you liked all that new shit, huh, fam? Uh, let's see. All right. Oh, okay. So. Uh, I don't like that. It's not actually new shit. I just need to get into me. Uh, if anything, like, I've been thinking about, like, this whole shit about what's been going down with me personally. And I'm like, you know, so I'm the, like, I, I've been seeing this uh, V for Vendetta moment in my life, uh, playing over and over the domino scene, you know, with all that shit falls down. Like, I, I find that somewhere in me. And I, I'm, I'm trying to, like, f- fucking figure that shit out because I want V for vagina. Uh, <laughs> That's what I want. And I don't want to like fuck vagina because I hear guys like always talking about fucking vaginas and like uh, they, they fucking want to like do destroy them and shit. I'm like, damn, there's like, you're going to get arrested, man. Uh, <laughs> like uh, honestly, like it, and it's just one of those things where I was just like, you know, like I, I want to actually, I, I would hope that a, a female sits on my, on my face. That's what I would like. Uh, I would. That's what I like. I like my face between butt cheeks. All right. <laughs> That's what I fucking like. I like that place. So it's and plus you're at right there, it, like the interchange right there of the freeway right there. So you know you're right there. You can hit everything that you want there. Oh right. <laughs> uh, man, let me tell some jokes. Uh, so like, uh, make some noise if you're bilingual in the house. Who's bilingual in the house? I like taking this. See, the rest of you are fucked, man. Y'all really have to realize you have to either like breed with an Asian or a Mexican in the near future if you do not speak another language, all right? Because uh, uh, I've always had the dream of performing in like a, in like a Spanish-speaking country and like, uh, you know, doing a set in comedy in that. And I was like, all right, sweet. So in a couple years, I'm going to do a set in Los Angeles uh, <laughs> or New York. Shit's happening. There's no official language for the United States. Everyone claims it's English, but no, we're plus we're fucking like crazy out there. Of course, we're going to take this shit back. You call it New Mexico, we're going to just put an X over it. It's going to be an X with the New Mexico over it. That's what I'm right. She says, sip with it. All right. I just feel like, uh, like uh, I was thinking about like uh, the whole, uh, the first time I saw gummy bears. Uh, or, or No, not gummy bears, but uh, uh, you remember the Disney cartoon, uh, Gummy Bears? You remember that? That shit was bomb and shit, right? Like, uh, and honestly, this was the first introduction for to me personally in my life to uh, the purple drank. So for those of you who do not know about the gummy bears, they had this secret juice that they would drink, and all of a sudden it would make them bounce all over the fucking place. That was the purple drank right there. Now I hear like stories of people drinking a purple, a purple juice and getting all crazy and hyphy and shit. I'm like, they're drinking that gummy berry juice. Or at least that's what the five-year-old is me and me is like saying to me at that time. Uh, but if anything, uh, thank you all for letting me just try out some new shit. I really appreciate y'all. All right, peace. Yeah.
And the name Medina. Yay, yay. True Hustle is everything and awesome. And you should go see all their shows and be friends with them on Facebook. Hooray. Uh, we're actually, I hate to be a bitch about it, but we have to shorten our sets now. So I'm going to be li lighting you guys at three minutes and 30 seconds instead of four minutes, just so we know from here on out. Because there's so many comedians and it's so amazing here at the clubhouse on Mutiny Radio 2781 21st Street. Uh, give us a call, 415-550-0511, whatever. Uh, our next comedian is, he's amazing. Oh, I love him so much. Um, he's up at the punchline all the time and he's just very, very funny. And uh, and he gets booked everywhere, and he's an amazing person. Please clap your hands together for Leo Zinger. Yay! Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, uh, I uh, my my friend just sent me uh, some baby pictures recently. Uh, you guys ever got those? It, what happened was uh, my friend is Chinese and married this white girl, and uh, they just recently had a baby. <laughs> And uh, she, he sent me this baby picture on the uh, internet. And uh, he had a, it was him and his lovely wife holding this baby, new, newborn baby. And uh, the caption, he said, well, uh, do, who do, you, uh, do you think the baby looks like mommy or daddy? And uh, so I replied, uh, I said, uh, I don't know if you noticed, uh, uh, but your baby is black. And uh, he doesn't look like either of you. So what the fuck are you thinking? What the fuck are you thinking about? Uh, you might want to have a chat with your wife, you know, about that. I know it, it doesn't make sense, but it happened. Um, so I've been trying to date, and uh, I've been going out to, uh, a lot and uh, with no result. I've been buying, I've been spending a lot of money buying women drinks, and it doesn't seem to work at all. And uh, so uh, I don't know why, because uh, uh, it works on me, because uh, this, <laughs> This one time, this this girl bought me a drink, and uh, I, I fucked her right away. I, I put I put out. I took took her home, had sex with her, and I, and I fucked her mom too. I put out really hard. I just I don't hold back. So um, I mean uh, I mean thinking about it, I, I want I'm getting older now. I wanna I wanna have. Uh, you know, get married and have children and everything. To, um, but I, I don't want to make it like even if it's by accident, I don't care. Like, <laughs> right? So, but I don't want to make it too obvious with the uh, women I date and whatever. Uh, so, I think what I'm gonna do is um, I'm gonna have to like start poking con uh, holes in my own condoms now. I'm just gonna have to do that now. I know it's awful. <laughs> I don't know how I can get away with that. Uh, it's probably hard. You should be like, hey, uh, how come it takes so long for you to put on a condom? And, and, and why is your dick all bloody? It's like, what's going on there? <laughs> too many holes in there. I know it's an awful image, yes. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do, you know. I went to my therapist and uh, he, I said, uh, man, I'm, I'm, being, I'm having trouble finding love. And he said, well, you got to work on yourself. You got to love yourself before anybody else can love you. I said, well, you know what? I, I hate to tell you this, but I've been doing a lot of that myself lately. And it's really getting me nowhere. I, sh I think you should tell me to stop that shit and get someone else to do that for you. I don't know. All right. So um, I have this one time I, I had this I had sex with this uh, really kinky woman and uh, She's into the bondage stuff, you know, and she wanted me to, this is a true story, she wanted me to spank her real hard. 
And I asked her, so why? I mean, I don't feel comfortable doing this. She said, well, it gets me going and I can orgasm harder, you know? I can basically come harder, you know? And she said, do you want to, you know, get into that culture? Do you want to try that? I said, no, I, I come pretty hard every time. I, I don't think I can come any harder I, as I do now. Like, I don't, I don't remember any time when I'm having sex with a woman, I don't think I'm ever hold, held back, you know what I mean? I don't think I ever, ever said when I'm having sex with a woman, I ever said to myself, you know, I have a job interview tomorrow. I'm not gonna come very hard. I'm just gonna <laughs> take it easy and uh, come a little bit and go to bed. It just, thank you very much, guys. want to vote for Leo Zinger, come into the studio and put something by his name and tell him you love him. Hearts, they work. They seem to be working. Our next two comedians, they're two, 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 and one. They're the other half of my favorite Sylvans. Uh, there are three of them that I love so desperately. And uh, these two next are amazing. It's Andrew Moore and Spencer Devine. And together they are Moore Devine! Alright, we got it. We got to figure it out. Here. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Here we go. Got it? Did that? Did we do it? Done. Did. Done. Great. Yes. Yeah! 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 We didn't write anything. We got cheer like <laughs> cheering for ten minutes, that's it. I can do that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Spencer Divine. And this is Andrew Moore. And together we are Moore Divine! There we go. Uh so we're gonna get right to it. Let's um, do it. We did this one a little bit ago, but we, uh, we wanted to do it again because it's know. romantic and we worked on it. But uh, before we start, uh, honest question: Does anybody here have anybody special to them? Yeah, yeah. you all got a special someone out there. Tommy, does anyone here have anyone? Come on, Tommy, you got someone yeah. special? You're all right. Uh, so this is romantic, and no one yeah. knows you. When you're <laughs> with someone special, do something special for them. Like this. All right. Goes like this. Goes like this. Okay. Goes like this. Goes like this. Okay. Goes like this. Goes like. This, all this. right. Mm, yeah. Da, 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 da. Ooh. Ooh, it's feeling like, oh. Mm, baby, it's my birthday. Having it in my own way. Baby, do what I say. Let's go crazy. You know I'm in the mood, so turn the lights down low. You know I am your dude, I got something to show you. My fingers down your back, put the stuff right at your crack. I know it's not your nature, do it now, ask questions later. Wanna do some butt stuff, butt stuff. Wanna do some butt stuff with you. Uh -huh. With ya. 
up your can And I am not a wussy I'm but I'm tired of your pussy So put your back to me One sex and that is plain Open up your chocolate factory Lean back and let's do Butt stuff, butt stuff Wanna do some butt stuff with you No. I know your heart says, no. but I know your butt says, no. <laughs> Andrew, I said no. But, Andrew, but, no. It's special. No. It's our anniversary. It's our, it, it's, it's your birthday. Were you not even listening to the beginning of your own song? It's the first line of the song, Andrew. Still special. Not go to go to sleep. Spencer. I'm going to the couch. I just I still want to do some butt stuff, butt stuff. Wanna do some butt stuff with you. should be voting for them. If you are a real person, not a comedian, you should immediately walk your tushy right here into the studio and put a heart or a hashtag or a space, something next to More Divine, because they just murdered it in the butt. Uh, our next comedian, I don't necessarily know his name, uh, but I believe that he's special because there's alliteration here. Please clap like you mean it. For Henry Hopkins, yay! Hey, how you doing? Hey, let's give uh, Pam, whoa, Pam-tastic. Hey, Pam, you're great. Let's give her a hand, yeah. You comedians, you're great. Well, I'm from Oakland, you can tell. I, and you know, it's funny when I wear this A's cap at Oakland, people are, so what, loser. But then I was walking around here with this A's cap and people were kind of giving me weird looks like, gangster. <laughs> Well, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I don't know. Anybody here from Oakland? Yeah. You know, you comedians, you should really think about moving there because Oakland is a great place to break into the entertainment business. Yeah, they're always uh, filming TV programs there. You know, like Cops, <laughs> America's Most Wanted, To Catch a Predator, <laughs> Dancing with the Cellmates. <laughs> Uh, parks and recreational drug usage. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, I've been uh, doing some internet dating, or as I like to call it, $20 a month to feel like a loser. <laughs> it's tough. You know, I, you know, these women, uh, they wouldn't date me when I was 20, 30, 40, now I'm 50. They're all a bunch of cougars. 
terrible. And I have to use my high school yearbook picture just to get them to message me. Yeah, sad. So I tried speed dating, and this woman told me the first thing she says, you look like David Letterman. <laughs> Crazy, yeah, I know, and it's so weird. I hear that every so often. It's weird because my father looks like Jay Leno, and my mother looks like Conan O'Brien, so hey. So anyway, yeah, and speed dating, that was really disappointing. Any, anybody done that, speed dating? No? I thought, you know, we'd have drinks, have dinner, have sex, break up, get home by midnight. But no, you actually have to talk to women when you go speed dating. If I knew how to talk to women, I wouldn't need to go speed dating. You know, I certainly, I know what, um, I know the basics though of relationships. That's about as far as I get. Uh, you know, I know that no means no. It's not you, it's me, means it's you. I still don't know what a restraining order means though. Uh, you look like you know what a restraining order looks like. <laughs> Just kidding. So, um, you know, uh, why, uh, why is it that legal drugs have really long, hard to pronounce names and illegal drugs have really short, easy to pronounce names? <laughs> Ever think about that, you know? Like instead of saying, Kate, you got some crack if you had to say, Hey man, you got some benthyl methyl echogynine. Uh, if you had to, you know, say it all out, spell it out. Do you think uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman would be alive today? <laughs> oh, too soon. Anyway, that's my time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Henry Hopkins, come vote for him if you like his thing. And yay. Hooray. Uh, our next comedian, he is, uh, he's, he's, he's universal. He comes all the way from Australia and also Oakland. He's a lovely human being. Uh, please don't be shy and uh, slap those meat flaps together. For Andrew Roberts! Yeah! Comedy show, yeah! Comedy show. That's where we're at. We're at the fucking comedy show. So as Pam was saying, I'm not from here. I'm from Berkeley. Yeah. And then I moved to Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about what you just said, but it would interrupt my joke. Why would it sound about right, bad religion? Does that make any sense? Like if you had an Australian accent, you would move from Berkeley to Oakland? Is this like a common conception? But why? You're the one who fucking bring it up. You know what the problem with Oakland is? I'm scared I'm gonna get shot. <laughs> you wanna know what the problem with Berkeley is? I'm scared I'm gonna shoot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> full of cunts. Yeah! So, uh... I love, you know, what, you know what the problem with San Francisco is? 
the gays. The gays. They're everywhere. You know what I've heard about gay people in San Francisco? There's a new phenomena. Gay conservatism. There's gay people that are against the trans community. They're against public nudity. They're against sexual promiscuity. And I got angry. But then I was like, Andrew, check yourself, because this could be like a new kind of prejudice. Like, you could have a son, and he'll be like, Dad, I'm gay. And I'll be like, that's great, son. And he'll be like, and I have conservative values. I'll be like, no fucking gay son of mine is going to have conservative values in this fucking house. I won't abide it. It's hard to keep up with prejudice stuff. So uh, I love America despite everything. <laughs> everything you do. Uh, I love uh, thank. <laughs> I love Thanksgiving Day. I think if we had that holiday in Australia, it'd be called We Took All of Your Shit. Cheers. <laughs> Happy days. You know? Call it Fuck You Day. You know? You should have one day a year where if you want something and someone won't give it to you, just take it anyway. <laughs> you know? So is, is that your bike? Yeah. Can I have it? No. Happy fuck you day. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'd love that. Uh, I had to buy a phone recently. Uh, one of the questions they ask is like, what race or Reese are you? I was like, Australian. <laughs> and they're like, no, sir, what were your ancestors? I was like, criminals. <laughs> <laughs> and then I killed him and stole the phone. Happy fuck you day, America. Yeah! Man, this fucking, this fucking show's getting better. And, and fucking mutiny. Everyone give it up for mutiny and Pam. Keep it up. Yay, give it up for pandering to the host. I love Andrew Roberts. Come in and vote for him. Hey, if you're in the audience, you should come in and vote for Andrew Roberts because he's panders to the crowd. That's so great. Our next comedian is amazing. He is scary and weird, and he has his summer mullet on. Please just love him so much. It's Rick Fletcher. Yay! Reduced to walking space. You live long enough, boy, you learn how to get a lot of things your way. Unfortunately, is this working? It's kind of... All right. Can you hear me now? Well, yeah, she played that. I asked her to play that. I uh, just got back from a mission in Ohio uh, last month. Good heavens. Anyway, 
And it's as crazy and as fucked up and as cold as I remembered it. And I told them, you know, if you ever see me in Ohio for a holiday, it's going to be the 4th of July. It sure as fuck ain't going to be Christmas. Fuck that shit. Anyway, so while I was there, I was reminded why that, you know, as an old queer, I live in San Francisco. I went out to see a friend of mine's band, and he introduced me to some idiot that married his cousin. And... Uh, he goes, this is my friend Rick Fletcher. He's a comedian in California now. And uh, the guy goes, yar! And I said, uh, yeah, I, well, I'm working on it. I'm getting better. And uh, oh God. he goes, you got any nigger jokes? And I'm like, uh, no, I don't. And he goes, you don't? And I said, no, I don't. And he goes, well, why not? And I said, because they're racist. And uh, he goes, well, what part of California you, you live in? And I said, San Francisco. <laughs> and this five foot ten, 275 ugly motherfucker looks at me and says, got any fag jokes? And my buddy that introduced me is sweating bullets, thinking, oh, God, please don't let him turn into Fred. Please don't let him turn into Fred. Because y'all have met Fred, haven't you? You know Fred. Anyway, I didn't. I said, actually, yeah, I got a lot of fag jokes. Most of them are about my boyfriend. <laughs> and... Uh, he got real quiet <laughs> and he goes you're queer and i said well actually you know i don't particularly care for that one i still consider myself a gay man and he goes oh well that's all right you know just don't try nothing with me and i looked at him and i said buddy i am six foot one i weigh 165 pounds i'm in better shape now than i was in college i would not fuck you with his dick <laughs> Unfortunately, that was the moment when you could hear a pin drop in that bar. But, and everybody's like, oh God, he's gonna turn into Fred, but I didn't. But it did inspire me to do a PSA, and I'll do that for you next time, because it's fun being Fred. Love y'all, I am glad to be home. Bye. That I have to stick it back in. Fletcher, all the way back from Ohio. You'll have to listen to him again and again every week to know his alter egos. Uh, Fred, there, there are things. Just keep listening to Fantastic Comedy Clubhouse, and you'll get to know Rick Fletcher. Don't you worry about that. Our next comedian. And please come in and vote. Did you love Rick Fletcher? Do you love weird uh, faggy jokes? Fuck yeah, you do. Uh, come inside. I love him, too. Our next comedian, he... He's a transplant from Seattle. So glad that he came down here. So glad that he's with us now. Uh, please love him so much. It's Tom Bridgman, yay! I'm, I'm sorry, I just, I just ran in here because there's a crowd outside and I was scared. And, and I, I'm in looking for someone that works at the store down the street to see that this store down the street that sells the knickknacks and googles and sit around these 
because I went in there and I bought me one of them sit around it because I purchase a, a, I buy myself a tree every every day because because I feel like a receipt from a store in my hand feels like a smooch from a boyfriend that I don't have. My name is Joni Susan, and thank you, you guys. I just wanted to come in here because I was worried because I went into that store and I bought the store that sells sit-aroundies and I purchased myself a boomerang. And I'm not from Australia, so I don't know how to 100% utilize one of these items. And when I got myself a boomerang, I went to the the park down the street and I, I, I threw it on a whim just to see what kind of fun it would be, what kind of fun I could have on that one. And we, the boomerang, if you're not from Australia, you don't know, it comes back hard on you. And this this boomerang, I threw it, I threw it, it come back hard on me, it stuck, it stuck in my back. Y'all can't y'all can't see it because he's a small boomerang, but he's still in there. And I'm just <laughs> I call I call my surgeon's my I call my surgeon's son uh, in, in in order to extract this particular item. I don't know he didn't finish school, so I don't know what his skill level is at. So um, I'm assuming that when we extract this boomerang from my from my my back side my my side back I should say because it's not in my it's not in my ass. Um, when we get it out, I'm assuming it's gonna be covered in fluids and and tissues. It's gonna have blood and it's gonna have some of my skin attached to it. But I just I just want to return this boomerang to the store because when I purchased it, I bought it with a twenty dollar bill that I had that said at the bottom of the twenty dollar bill it said "Happy Birthday, Joni" written in, a, in like a red sharpie. Said "Happy Birthday, Joni," so I can prove it's mine. Also, Andrew Jackson's lips was done up in red. On that twenty dollar bill, and also he had a smooch on his, like a red, like lipstick smooch on his cheek, as though perhaps he might have smooched himself. And nobody gave me that twenty dollar bill. I did that one up myself for my birthday. I I just made it say that. Mm. I've never done uh, I've never done yoga because I'm worried about. Um, I don't think that I'm comfortable farting in front of a group of strangers. I, I can go on stage and tell jokes, but I don't think that I can. I kn and I know I would if I did yoga. I know I would. I would just have to. A fart would. I wouldn't have to. A fart would come out, and I wouldn't be able to control it. It would just happen. And um, I'm also not sure how to. F I'm not fully sure how to use the word namaste. So I don't think I can take. <laughs> A yoga class. I think, like, namaste is, like, is, there's so many connotations to that word. You know, like, if you're, <laughs> if you're, you know, from, if you're, if you're Hindu, like, it means, like, a fucking paragraph when you say it. It's like, you know, it's like a God light in you thing. Um, but uh, if you're a yoga teacher, it means, like, hi. But then if you're, like, <laughs> then if you're, like, a white trash dude on the bus who gets asked to move for an old person, it just means, like, nah, I'm a stay. We'll stay raw here, dude. This is my spot. All right, thank you guys very much. Yeah, no, he gonna stay. Oh, yeah. That was Tom Bridgman coming in and vote for him because he was very funny. Our next comedian is one of my favorite people in the whole universe. I think about his jokes late, late at night uh, when I'm masturbating, actually, which is weird. Uh, but he has some interesting masturbation jokes. So um, uh, you guys are going to love him. Is he actually here? Does anyone know where FC Sierra is? Is he here? Is he not here? 
Is he here? Because I fucking love FC Sierra's jokes. Uh, the ones about him fucking his brother. He's gone. Yeah, fuck FC Sierra. Fuck that guy. Our next comedian is a huge stalwart of the comedy clubhouse. I love him so much. Thank you for supporting us all the time. Please put your hands together for the amazing Greg Brown. Yeah. Hey, guys. You guys miss me? <laughs> uh, so... Uh, for the listeners at home, that last comic, uh, Thomas Bridgman, see, oh, he's not here right now. Great comic. Uh, he looks like Skeeter, you know, uh, Doug's friend. The gigantic glasses, like those glasses that can, like, burn an ant when you look through it. Or who is that scientist in Muppet Babies? Professor, Professor Honeycutt? V. Ledu? All right, I'm going to stop shitting that comic. I love that dude. Anyways, I'm a cab driver in uh, San Francisco now. It's uh, kind of tough not really making any money. Uh, I was driving on Polk Street and Eddie, and this guy flagged me, and he goes, hey, um, I'm trying to go to uh, Noe Valley. How much is that, guy, that gonna cost? I only have 10 bucks. And I go, well, I can't tell you the exact amount, but it's gonna be more than 10 bucks, I'm sorry. And he goes, well, can I suck your dick instead? And I laughed, like, <laughs> no, man, uh, nah, you can't, you know, I'm sorry, man. And so he slams the door angrily and walks away. And in hindsight, I felt really bad because you, you shouldn't have to suck a dick for a ride, you know? I should have just taken his $10 and just dropped him off home, like, don't worry about it, buddy, you know? Life's gonna get better, you don't have to put on the red light. Well, you know, it's a car. Felt bad. I should have just drove him home. Uh, so, uh, I was at a comedy show recently, and I had set my bag down in front of this lady. And uh, this lady looked at the bag and said, you know this is a tripping hazard? Like, with this wild look in her eyes. And then she punted my bag, okay? It was like... And then the bag had all my notes in there, and so it was like a ticker tape parade. Like, my paperwork, my notes went up, just like, it was like celebrating the troops coming home, and it was like raining down and shit. Now, here's the important part of the story, because I was high as fuck. So, when this happened, I had this look like in Mario, Super Mario Brothers 1, when you die, it was like, and I was just like laughing so hard because this crusty old bitch, I was like, you know when Mario jumps in the cactus and you die? It was in the form of a crusty old white bitch. And you know, I was just like, damn, don't you rule the world or some shit? Why are you so angry? All right, I'm in on this one. Uh, there was a comic earlier, he's gay, he said he had uh, some nigger jokes, but, or said he did, didn't have any nigger jokes. I got one. I got one. So sometimes people like to breach the N-word with me through a song. They'll say it, they'll be like, oh, nigger. Like it's earned. Like it's earned. Like you didn't earn that with me, buddy. But I got a suggestion for you, okay? If you're going to breach the N-word with me, Drake. Sing a Drake song, okay? He has the voice of an angel. All right, I'll give you an example. Marvin's room, Marvin's room. Who's that nigga that you think you found? All right, it's great. All right, who would like to be a guest? 
who would like to try auditioning Naked With Me with the Drake song? You're black. You're black. Who's next? You already got picked on. All right, come on, be brave. All right, you guys are smart. Shit. All right, anyways. Fuck it. My name's Greg Brown. Good night. Yay, Greg Brown. Vote for that N-word. Come into the... Come into the booth and vote for him if you think he's funny as fuck. He's the funniest N-word in the room. I'm not allowed to say it. I, I, even in even me saying it, I still get awed because I'm still racist because I'm white. That's fun. Our, our next comedian is also white. Uh, he can be heard on uh, many of the Everybody on a Motorcycles from 10 to midnight on Wednesdays. Please clap like you mean it for Robert Lee. Yay! Hey, hey, Pam, I'm not just white. I'm also Filipino, I'm German, and Spanish. Yeah! Oh, yeah, all right? <laughs> so I'm multicultural, right? <laughs> <laughs> but mostly Filipino are here, right? <laughs> so how's everybody tonight? Fantastic. <laughs> Doing good. So, so I this past weekend I was with my friend in a bar and like we saw this really cute girl, right? Um, sitting across from us and like we were fighting back and forth, saying, um, like to <laughs> ask her out, saying, um, so we were like, no, let me let me ask her out, and he was like, no, let me ask her out, no, let me ask her out, and like he was like, enough. And she was like, enough, both of you. You know what, I have a little game for both of you, all right? Whoever can, whoever can use liver and cheese in the best sense possible can ask me out. I said, all right, I think I got a shot of this. So my friend goes first, she was like, um, hey girl, if you come home, if you go out with me, we'll have a nice romantic dinner at home. We'll have the slow jam music, you know, with the candles. And you know what we having for dinner? We have a liver and cheese, that's what we have. Oh God. I was like, I need to say this girl. So I grabbed the girl from her arm. I was like, <laughs> I was like, leave her alone. Cheese with me. Yeah. Hey, I wanna, I, I wanna ask you guys. You know why, why Asian girls' um, breasts are so small? You know why? Cause, cause, cause the, cause A's are only acceptable. That's why. So um, I was so like, you know, like um, phobias. I have like um, so like phobias, right? They have like um, weird, funny names, right? Like, for example, like for example, like my fear. Um, I have a fear of heights, and it's called arcophobia, right? But like, I mean, I do get the arc thing, but here's the thing, like, um, like what if somebody has a fear of um, um, archways, you know? What, what, what would they name for that, you know? And like another thing, uh, glassophobia, here's another phobia. What if, what if um, glassophobia, you know? Fear of speaking. What if someone has a fear of glass, you know? What, what would be a name for that, you know? All right, fuck that. I'll go to another one. <laughs> All right, I have one more. <laughs> so, um, I wonder, you know, if, if um, Noah, you know the dude with the ark, I wonder if he ever asked Rihanna for help bringing a- animals onto the ark. You know, it would be like this. 
Rihanna, uh, no, we'll start. Um, Rihanna, how do we get animals onto the ark? And then Rihanna will be like, it goes one by the one and the two by the two. <laughs> All right, that's my time. Yay. All right, it's Robert Lee. Come over, Robert Lee. Come in the studio. He has very funny, punny things to say. Our next comedian. Uh, you know, he never takes his shirt off, and I think that maybe he should at some point. So you maybe objectifying him might help his comedy. Not that his comedy isn't funny, but I'm just saying, I know that he's got a six-pack under that uh, hoodie, that blue hoodie. Please. I, did I, did I, I'm sorry. Did I make everybody uncomfortable? It's Jorman Sermonera! Guys, guys, do me a favor and don't set yourself up for failure because when it comes time, you're gonna have to look yourself in the mirror and be like, it was all me, it's my fault. I was digging through a notebook the other day and I found a page in the back. It said, goals. (laughs) It's all it said, guys. Oh man, one of my friends told me recently, she's like, you know what you need, you need a routine. I told her she needed to stop talking like that. Uh, She said, every day I do the same thing and it helps me start my day perfect. I wake up in the morning, I start my coffee, I go to the bathroom, I brush my teeth, and by the time I'm done, my coffee's ready and I have a cigarette. And I wanted to turn around and return the favor for the advice because I appreciate that, you know? Reciprocity in a friendship's important. I said, let me save you a little bit of time. Why don't you just skip brushing your teeth because it sounds like you're immediately taking a shit in your mouth. I don't know, I don't know. Guys, it's really unfortunate being unfortunately hairy. There's things that I gotta go through that I feel like a lot of people don't. A lot of people have a bad hair day, you know? But uh, I, I think it's kind of embarrassing when I have a bad neck hair day, you know? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, I'm worried about hip-hop, because hip-hop ain't worried about nothing, guys. That's a problem. I heard a song recently uh, where I feel like the Illuminati's got their hands in hip-hop, and they're just kind of touting it in front of us, you know? I heard a song the other day that goes, bees in the trap, bees, bees in the trap. <laughs> Guys, the colony collapse, all right? Seriously? We need to let the bees out of the traps, out, out of the traps, or we're not gonna have any food and we're all gonna fucking die. Uh, I feel like we've reached a low point in our economy to where we could just drop the phrase, they're nickel and diming me, you know? <laughs> Because homeless people are dollaring me every single day, all right? And I'll give a dollar to a homeless person if he gives me advice in return. Because homeless people are like oracles, okay? They tell you exactly what you need to hear to keep you off the streets. For instance, one guy said, don't go where the wind blows because you'll wake up in trash. Another guy said to me, Be yourself, live in the present. And his house was a box with a bow on it, guys. Uh, My name is Jordan Sermonera. I've been, uh, you know, here. Jordan Sermonera, hooray, hooray. Come
Come vote for him if you are a regular person. I mean, not a comedian. And uh, help him get on the showcase on April 4th. So if you are a regular person, please come vote for any of your favorite comedians of the night. Our next comedian is one of another one of my favorite people. He has a show here on Mutiny Radio called Everybody on a Motorcycle. He's an amazing human being. He's hilarious as fuck. And I honestly think about his jokes all the time while I'm masturbating. Please, it's Nick Sandy, yay! Pam, you think about everybody's jokes while you're masturbating. Um, I'm uh, not prepared for this shit, so I'm gonna do like a call and answer thing, but don't worry, it's, it's something that you all know, so it's gonna be really easy. Um, so like, so when like, um, you know, when I say doo-doo, you say papa, right? No, look, trust me, you, you guys know this. So when I say doo-doo, you say papa, all right? So, so here we go. Good job. Wow, you guys totally knew that. Do you guys know where that's from? Anybody? Does that remind you of something? It's from Greece, exactly. Summer loving. It's a weird ass song to have, like, to start your set with. <laughs> uh, <coughs> but like, I live, I live here in this neighborhood in the Mission, and um, sometimes I'm coming home uh, from a comedy show, and uh, there was one instance when I was, I was uh, walking from uh, the right spot, um, and I passed by uh, Clarion. Uh, Alley, you guys, you guys familiar with Clarion Alley, right? There, there's like all these really cool like murals. There's all this like dope ass graffiti, and it was cold that night. And I was like, man, I bet when, when the weather is right, like probably, like that might, that might be a good place to fuck somebody, you know? And I was like, I wonder if like, on a summer night. You know, so I'm walking and like I, I pass by Clarinon Alley and then like in my head I'm like doo doo papa doo doo papa, and it's hard to do that without like cracking a smile like this stupid ass grin I have on my face right now. So I'm like walking on the street and like I see this like uh, you know possibly Salvadorian dude um, walking towards me and he gives me this like pff, like fucking suck ass, um, and um, the weird thing is like. Um, this grin turned from this to like, <laughs> like it's weird when you put the brakes on some like summer loving grease type of shit to like, nah, dog, I was not, I wasn't doing that shit at all. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, fuck. All right, one more minute. <laughs> um, that's some other shit to talk about. Ugh. It's in here somewhere. Trust me. It's not gonna be funny. Um, oh yeah, so like uh, every every Latin neighborhood, every Latino neighborhood has a mijo. And like, if you don't know what that means, like, do you guys know what mijo is? Like mijo, like have you ever been called a mijo? Are any of you a mijo in here? Give me a round of applause if you're a mijo. I'm a mijo because I, I went across the street there and I, I, I bought uh, two carne the tacos and he's like, here you go, mijo. And I'm like, I'm a mijo. I'm still a mijo at the, at the tender age of 33. 
I'm a mijo. And um, I gotta wrap this up, guys. All, all, all I want to say is that, like, um, so there's like mijos in every Latin in every every Latin neighborhood. But like in the music industry, like I think Devo is like the mijo, right? Because like, cause like you can't be like a jock and like beat up on like a Devo fan because like Devos are the mijo, you know? It's like it's like we're not men, we are mijo. We are not men, mijo, mijo. That's my time. All right, later, guys. He's your mijo. It's Nick Sandy. Yay. Um, so here's the deal, you guys. Uh, we can get every comedian in, but if we do this, you have to be super cool and respect our neighbors. Our quiet time is 11 p.m., so we're going to go past our quiet time. And when you guys are outside, you're not going to be dick bags, and you're not, you're going to be real quiet because we have we have a dude across the street who works for UPS, and he's awake at like four in the morning, and he hates us. So please just be cool, like whisper outside, and we're gonna I'm gonna get every comedian up, I promise. But just be yeah, just be cool to our neighbors. So inside good, outside silence quiet time our next comedian uh he's new i don't even know how to pronounce his last name it's john alcabez yay how are you i think it's i think it's really funny that that when we greet people we say how are you because really the only answer you can give somebody is good like, if you're doing shitty, you can't be like, like, hey, how are you? My uncle just died and we were really close. Um, so, I was on the phone with my mom and grown-ups, I'm an adult technically, but grown-ups, like real fucking grown-ups have to, they get so earnest and serious about such trivial shit. Like, she was talking about, she's like, the neighbors are, are doing some construction and they're gonna tear down my lemon tree and that's, that's my favorite lemon tree, John. And I was like, shit, mom, the way you're saying that, it sounds like lemons are just all you eat ever. Like, it's gonna be okay, we have other food. We have food grocery stores and shit. Um, and she wanted, she was telling me the story, um, and she was talking about, she's like, do you remember my friend Linda's daughter, Sharon? And I was like, I remember neither Linda nor Sharon. So you'd think that the story would stop there, but it didn't. She says, so Linda's daughter, Sharon, she's getting, she's getting married, isn't that exciting? And to her, of course it's exciting, because Sharon is this beautiful young woman who's flowered and she's now, she's now gonna become, she's now gonna be married. But to me, all Sharon is is like, she's just a female human, that's all I know. She might as well be like the girl's bathroom symbol. Um, and so to me, that's just her telling me, hey, a human is gonna do a human thing. Like I could respond like, hey, there's a businessman in Wyoming and he's gonna be a little late to the office on Monday because he has a dentist appointment. So I go to therapy because I have depression and every time my therapist at the end, she makes me promise not to kill myself, which I think is a really dumb promise. Cause like, how are you gonna hold me accountable? Like, oh, what are you gonna do? Kill me? Like, um, I think that suicide is a weird, it's weird nowadays because like you hear all these stories about cyberbullying and I just don't get how that happens. Like someone, is like puts their video online and they see a comment, LOL gay, and they just, fuck it, I guess. There's, I can't go on living. It was so gay that he laughed out loud. Like, what do I do now? I have to die. Um, I think it's funny how people, cause a lot of times people get upset at the homophobia of people saying gay as a synonym for bad. I just think it's dumb because 
at the core of it, think about the times you say it. You're just like, think about if you replaced gay with bad when you say it. Like, oh, dude, I went to a, I went to a Miley Cyrus concert. Bad. That's bad. Like, you're not saying anything of value. You're just. Um, I think that um, the fact that our government can just have a shutdown is really, like if you went down back to the founding fathers and you were like, hey, so if we're, if, they're, we're, if we're not getting things like totally our way, can we stop doing everything? They'd be like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. All right. All right. Hey. John Alcabez. I'm so glad he's here. I hope he comes back again and again. I hope he's not one of those weird out-of-towners that we'll never see again. Maybe we can be friends on Facebook. That would be fun. Uh, I got I got some pictures to send you. He's young. Our next comedian, uh, he's he's actually he's he's great. I've been seeing him all around town, and uh, everybody's been loving him, and he's been having really great sets. Please put your hands together for Josh Alub. Yay! Don't worry, guys. This will go a lot like my sex life. There will be some awkward silence, <laughs> some polite clapping. And then when I'm done, the next guy will come on stage and do a better job than I'm doing right now. Terrible. Terrible. And I'm a terrible person. You guys get to witness this. It's good to see you guys on a Friday night, late, enjoying yourselves. Give it up for for you guys who appear to have walked in here just now. I'm doing my favorite thing right now. It's my favorite thing to do, be on stage here and pretend to be happy when I'm really fucking completely miserable. I'm miserable. I am, uh, I'm miserable. I'm trying to pretend, I'm trying to do a better job pretending like I'm happy, but I'm not, I'm miserable. For example, I'm walking down the street yesterday, this actually happened, and a guy comes up to me and says, hey man, anyone ever tell you you look like Jimmy Fallon? And what I wanna say is, of course, they fucking have, you goddamn asshole. You think you're the first person to ever say that to me. But no, I don't do that. I'm a nice person. I say, yeah, I get it all the time. And I move on. I'm having sex with this beautiful girl the other day. And uh, after sex, she tells me how great I was. But I'm miserable, so I say, just take the fucking money and get out. You're a prostitute. I'm miserable. I really am miserable. I suffer. I suffer from, uh, from sad. Seriously, I, I, I have SAD. It's seriously, I have seasonal affective disorder. It's a real thing, I have it. It's called SAD. Uh, and I'm from the Midwest where it snows, so I get extra SAD during my SAD time. So I moved out here to California to try to escape that. And uh, well, I'm still SAD, still SAD. So as in Detroit, I would just like walk through the west side and try to let like nature take its course. Uh, and now I'm out here, I'm like, uh, oh, I'm so happy, look at how beautiful the Golden Gate Bridge is. It must be so nice to jump off that. <laughs> Wonderful to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. All right. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? I'm sad. I'm sad. Uh, so I'm crazy now. I'm officially crazy. I just drove through West Texas. Uh, if anyone's driven through West Texas, don't. It sucks. Seven and a half to ten hours of fucking nothing. There's nothing there. And my phone died. My phone charger broke. So I had nothing to listen to driving through West, Te West Texas. I decided that I was going to try to be Australian. First hour. Hello, mate. Just talking to myself. Hello, governor. Hello. Australian people don't even say that. Then I started thinking, what if Batman was Australia? Hello. I'm Batman. He in Australia. 
No, I'm Batman. I'm fighting crime on a wallaby, hopping around the desert. Because I'm Batman. That's what I do. I fight crime here in, in Texas. In Texas. My time's up, but I really want to keep talking like an Australian. Pretend like I'm in Texas. My name's Josh. Thank you very much. Josh! Josh Lubier. Our next comedian, I saw him last night at the Brainwash. He's lovely. Please give it up for Abhe. Yay! Is he still here? He has well-groomed facial hair. Abhe? Anybody? Abhe? Nope. Done and done. Next, Rachel Shapiro. Yay! She's smoking. Rachel Shapiro! Hi, everyone. Hello. I'm here. I'm here. Is this on? Is this on? Can you hear me? Is this on? Testing, one, two, three. Audience members. You guys want to help me, like, get a payday in comedy and win? All right. Just vote for me. Even if you don't think I'm funny, just vote for me. Just vote for me and laugh. Oh, I'm so tempted to... I'm not going to do it. I'm tempted to be like... No, don't do it, because I want you to vote for me. I want you to vote for me. Cheating. Will you, will you promise that you vote for me, even if I say what's on my mind right now? Sure. Sure, really? Really, for real? I'm Rachel, by the way. Julie, nice to meet you. Evan. Evan, Evan, nice to meet you. And Jamie's lady, are you also technically part of the audience? Huh? Yeah, well, you're not, you're, are you a comic? Me? Yeah. Uh, She's hilarious. Are you voting tonight? Just vote for me. Just vote for me. You, you, with the, with the beautiful orange hair who gave me the amazing lime green marijuana cookie. I'm not gonna make anyone laugh tonight. I'm just gonna get everyone to agree to vote for me. Is the plan. Pam's guy, this lady. Okay, I, actually I do, I, do have, I do have a joke. Uh, it's, a little, it's a little ribald. I hope that's okay. It's a little, I should just go ahead and say it, I guess. Um, uh, we all have our types, right? Um, I, uh, I like a guy who looks like he's part of Hitler's Third Reich. Yeah, yeah. I'm Jewish, so it's probably a survival instinct. Um, I don't know. I just feel like Nazis probably give great head. Because you know they're good at following orders, right? Can you see that? Like, so, hey, Jamie, shut up. Thank you. Can't you see that? Like, some Fraulein all laid out on her swastika sheets. Lava. You may call me master, but this is not S. <laughs> now draw the alphabet with your tongue, my now. I really need to put my German accent, obviously. <laughs> I have a terrible, that's how all German sound in my head, you know, just da da Germany, da 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 Sorry about the genocide. <laughs> <laughs> Have a pretzel on the house. <laughs> All like Austro-Hungarian accents in my head just turned to Count Von Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> How many murder jewels? <laughs> Six million murder jewels. <laughs> One murder jewel, two murder jewels. Um. My next bit that I transition to is longer, so I'm not going to tell it. I will say that I got, oh no, I'm not gonna light. Am I the last person up? No, 
Okay, cool. Um, uh, uh, I don't know, I'm a feminist. I guess I'm a feminist, right? It's, I feel like it's hard to take seriously sometimes. Um, like, this is an ironic mustache. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Thank you, Natasha, who does my threading. So blessed. Thank you, Pammy. I love you. Yay! Hey, it's Rachel Shapiro. Come vote for Rachel Shapiro if you want to. Hey, if you're a real audience member, come inside because you can vote. Really, um, the top six comedians by vote will be doing the April 4th and April 1st showcases, and they're paid, so you're really making the difference in the life of a comedian. Please vote. Our last comedian of the night, she is our headliner. She used to be the intern here on Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. She's an amazing human being. Please give it up for Lalique Debrutzi. Thank you, you guys, for sticking around. Is everyone having a good time? Everyone having a good, good night? I would just like to say thank you to Pam for putting her neck out there and keeping us on after hours. It's very kind of her. And uh, I'd like to address a few issues. Pimpin' ain't easy. This is something I hear quite often in rap songs. It seems to be an accepted truth. I'd like to challenge that truth tonight. I'd say it is easy. In fact, someone saying pimping ain't easy is like having your boss say, you know, middle management really ain't easy. <laughs> it's like you're in marketing, you know, you're not the proletariat creating the product, busting nuts in the hot sun. No, you are not. I have, a, I have an interesting relationship with prostitution, not personally, but personally, but not personally. Let me explain. I've been reading those whore ads in the back of the rags, like the Guardian and the SF Weekly, since I was like nine. <laughs> like, I, my uh, activity as a child was not regulated. I was reading these things. I was so young that I thought I would read speaks Greek, speaks French. And I'm not, this isn't even a joke, I'm not even lying. I thought that these were just very sexy languages, that people were willing to pay a premium to have spoken to them while fucking. But then I was also like, well, if you speak Greek and French, like you could get a job as a translator. Uh, you know, you, you have options, non-viral options. So I live here in the mission. And that means that the Venn diagram of men hitting on me and men calling me mommy is a circle. <laughs> and I don't really understand that when I'm fucking, I don't want to think of that result. I don't want to think about my mommy. I don't, I don't want to think about the dude thinking about his mommy, period. I was walking through the streets and uh, this man goes, damn girl, all that backyard and no dog. I know, right? It's so presumptuous. He's just assuming I don't have a dog in my ass. It's like, you don't know me. I've been Lolik Tabruzzi. Enjoy your night. Thank you. Lalik Tabruzzi, do you want to vote for her? You should. You should come into the booth right now and vote for Lalik Tabruzzi. We have one last comic. He was gone. Uh, he fell into a vortex when I called his name earlier, but I'm so glad he's back because the space-time continuum doesn't give a shit here on Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Give it up for Ab Hey! Yay! Yes. I just got back. Just got out of a black hole. Yes. Um... What's up, uh, everyone? Uh, give it up for all the other comics. Mutiny Radio. This is uh, brilliant. Um, 
So as you can tell from, uh, uh, you know, I am, uh, you know, as you can tell from uh, my sweater, I am from India. <laughs> now, now, you know, the thing is that uh, before I moved to the U.S., my weight was 90 kilograms. After moving to the U.S., my weight's 200 pounds. Like, what the fuck kind of system is that? <laughs> I think that's why a lot of people in this country are perceived to be fat and depressed. Because the scales are all wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And fuel, that's another thing. $3.7 for a gallon. Like, what does that mean, you know? What is a gallon? They should just measure fuel in pints, you know? 50 cents for a pint, it's, uh, it's cheap. Like, if it goes up to 60 cents, the economy is still in good condition, you know? Yay! It's still less than a buck. <laughs> it's good. Uh, but yeah, I've been, I've been trying to get into shape. I've been trying to lose weight. Uh, but the problem is that losing weight's like trying to start a fight between muscle and fat, you know? Because muscle's like a rebel, you know? It's trying to bring in change in the system. And uh, fat's like the mafia, because it's impossible to get rid of. And uh, it always seems to win the war against f muscle, right? It's like, um, I think if muscles could talk, they'd sound like that uh, British action hero, you know? Jason Statham, you know? You guys know who I'm talking about, right? Every time there's a showdown between muscle and fat, muscles would be like, I thought I saw you yesterday. And I thought I told you to fuck off. I'm gonna give you three seconds, and if you're not burnt out by that time, it's gonna be a lot of problems. One, two, three. And that's when I get a cramp. And uh, that's when I give up altogether. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, they say that, uh, they call marriage an institution, which is kind of a fucked up thing to call marriage. Because uh, think about it, you know, institution is a word for uh, university or a college or something. If there was a university of marriage, nobody would go to it because the dropout rate would be 50%. You know, <laughs> there wouldn't be any exchange programs. <laughs> and even after you drop out, you have to pay the other person's tuition, which uh, doesn't make any fucking sense. Anyway, that's my time, everyone. Thank you so much. Yay! That's Ab Hey. Thank you guys so much for being here tonight on Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. I please, please say, please, outside, be so quiet. We have so many neighbors. Whisper times, whisper times. Thank you for being here on Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. This is Mutiny Radio. We love everybody. Come for all the amazing shows that are here. Become a part of us. Look for us online. Yay, yay, yay. Uh, if you've been wondering what awesome metal we've been playing in the fills, that's uh, drummer, comedian Aaron Barrett's band. Floating goat. We love them. Yay. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. The better brains will creep the village through the city square To the light heavy and better weight in a grave Left with sticks and stones in my pillowcase My forms like simulator picks barnacles off the tugboat belly Left my spirit home in a shoebox in case I die Got a rugged smoke ring halo flowing inches off the swamp Had that phase when the devil treated I'm sorry, baby I ran all the way home Just to say I'm sorry What can I say? Just to say I'm I ran all the way home Just to say I'm sorry Please let me stay I ran all the way And now I'm sorry I didn't mean to make you cry Let's make amends After all we're more than friends Yeah, 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 yeah I ran all the way home
way. I run all the way. Nobody's sorry here because it's Friday night. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for Pam Tastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. I'm so excited. I don't even know what to say with my life. Ah! Yeah! Uh, tonight we have the most amazing night ever here on Pam Tastic's Comedy Clubhouse because we have all the way from Portland, the North Northwest nuts. They're crazy. The Real Hijinks brings you the amazing comedy of uh, The Real Hijinks and Belinda and Sam Austin and Lance Edward and it's going to be amazing. So I'm so glad you're all here. We have a ton of other SF comedians that are here and people, we're, before we start, we're just going to sing the song. Maybe you guys know the song. Maybe you guys know how it goes. Maybe you know how it goes. I'm not sure. It goes like this. M-U-T-I-N-Y Comedy Clubhouse Comedy Comedy Together we will bring our jokes up high High, high, high M-U-T-I-N-Y Comedy Clubhouse You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yeah! Yay! Who wants to come inside my clubhouse today? I know who it is it's the Northwest Nuts. I'm so excited they're here. Uh, we're going to be right back with them after this another amazing song by the band Huge Large. They'll also be playing at the Cornhole Ranch 420 Extravaganza. Uh, Northwest Nuts coming up right after this on Mutiny Radio. Oh my, the pain I feel Bad girl, bad girl, bad girl, oh yeah Perspiration starts to run Thoughts of love are almost done Go to bed, my thoughts are deep I fall into a heavy sleep Everybody's here. This is absolutely crazy. I'm so excited. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Yay! It's Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Everybody come inside. It's crazy. Get your beers. Have your fun. Are you guys the hippies left over from the uh, Diamond Dave show? You guys staved all the way? No, no, no. Just regular hippies. I wrote a joke about hippies today. Are you a hippie? Is that okay? You're not a hippie. You just have a shawl on. I don't mean to point her out. She just has a shawl on. Here's the thing. I've been, I've been living for San Francisco for seven years now. 
and I still can't tell the difference between the smell of patchouli and bio. Like I don't, I don't understand the difference. I'm like, why do you want to smell like bio? That's what patchouli smells like to me. It just smells like bio. It's like, why do you want to smell like that? Smudge me with sage all day long. Cleanse my spirits. Fine, but patchouli. I'm on the tea tree oil, oil thing. I'm, just, I'm a different kind of hippie. I'm not a vegan. Fuck vegans. You guys aren't vegans, right? Am I offending you? I'm hurting your feelings? Okay, good. No, I'm not doing my job. Uh, welcome, you guys. I'm really excited tonight on Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. We have the most amazing group from Portland. They're incredible. I'm serious. This is like a big deal. Like I met, I met the real hijinks uh, at a show of Anatoly Brandt's in Portland, and he was so funny. He hasn't even done any of those jokes that I was like, you're so funny. He's doing all new jokes now. I'm like, fuck, fuck you, dude. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do a couple jokes before we uh, bring them up. Uh, you guys, I, uh, I have a new boyfriend. I was sucking, uh, thank you, it's, it's good stuff. I was sucking his dick while he was playing, uh, no, uh, the, the Call of Duty. So I was sucking his dick while he was playing Call of Duty and he realized, well he realized he couldn't sustain both attentions at the same time, so he had to choose. Call of Duty or Call of Booty? What would you choose? Smart man, call a booty. Smart man, no, no. He chose the first person shooter game. I was like, I just want you to shoot me in the face. And the only person you want to shoot in the face is a 12 year old boy that lives in Korea. That's so fucked up. Come on, you guys, let's get these fuckers. He's got the, he's got the headset on and I just want him to talk dirty to me. And he's like, no, I can't do it. I'm like, you just, you just told that 12 year old in Korea to suck your pussy with a fat dick. Like that doesn't even make sense. Can you do that to me? Like I just, you can put the headset on and we'll fuck, I don't give a shit. Pretend I'm the, I could be in Croatia too. It's okay. It doesn't matter where I'm from. Uh, so uh, I'm a I, I'm a I'm a hoarder, but I only collect ex-boyfriends. That's because I'm a whore. Duh. Yeah. That's why they keep me around. Uh, I'm really excited. I'll do I'll do two more new jokes and then I'll, I'll let the new pe the people from Portland come on. Uh, so you guys, I want to start an all-girl metal cover band. But I, I wanted to call it Metallicunt <laughs> until I realized there were already four cunts playing Metallica. Oh. They're called Metallica. <laughs> so, so then I was like, no, 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 I have a better name. We're going to call ourselves the Bath Saltines and we'll make face eating metal. <laughs> and our first. Um, our first album will be called Crackers in the Tub, because it'll just be us like naked in the tub, it'll be cute. And, and our first hit single will be a cover of um, Putting on the Ritz. So it'll be like, if you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Putting on the Ritz. It's gonna be great, I'm really excited. I'm gonna make a lot of money, I think. Okay, these guys aren't gonna make a lot, well they are gonna make a lot of money because you're gonna give them money because you're paying for their gas so they can get to San Berdu, motherfuckers. Uh, 
please. I am so excited that they're here. You guys are gonna you guys are gonna cry because they're so funny. Give it up for the Northwest Nuts and the real high jinks! Yay! San Francisco! How y'all doing? I wanna say this city has been fucking awesome. This is like, this place is better than Portland cause y'all smoke weed freely than a motherfucker and I love it around this. I love it, you smell it everywhere. It's wonderful. So with that being said, if anybody got anything, I'll be in the park a lot in about five, 10 minutes so we can smoke. Like she said, my name is The Real High Jinx. We are down here from Portland, Oregon. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm, the hospitality here has been, has been wonderful. I got to see the Golden Gate Bridge. That was great. And I uh, got to see Alcatraz. That was awesome too. I had a lady come up to me and was like, hey, don't you want to go visit Alcatraz? I said, excuse me, lady, no black man wants to voluntarily go to jail for no. <laughs> Bitch, no, I said, that's how it start. Then I'm stuck in that motherfucker. No, I am, I am good. It has been great. On the way down here, our car broke down in Weed, California. It was fucked up. That was the first time I'd been around weed for six hours and was pissed off at the end of the goddamn day. I was mad. Yeah, I was pissed off. And we, we got shirts for sale, so if anybody wants to help and uh, buy a shirt, we have a couple sales that went down already. My man back there in the corner donated some money. I really appreciate it. Thank you much. You rock. I don't care what they say about you when you're not around. Uh, yeah, I see you. But uh, it's been wonderful. But we are, like, we're really trying to raise money right now, guys. We are poor. Anybody here grow up poor? Anybody grow up poor? Yeah, I grew up poor. You know what I hate about being poor, really? I hated the holidays. Because when you don't have money, you can't do the holidays the same as people with money. You can't, when you're poor, you just can't. Like, do you remember Valentine's Day as a little kid? Anybody remember Valentine's Day? You remember taking the Valentines to school and putting them in each and every one of your little classmates' little box or thing they made? You remember doing that? No, we were poor. You know what my mom would do? She bought a Sunday newspaper and I would give out coupons on the uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'm walking into class, will you be my Valentine? Here's 20 cent off mayonnaise. <laughs> I hate it, growing up poor sucked. Another holiday I really hated when I was growing up poor was, was uh, Halloween. Cause we didn't get costumes. We went out in our regular ass clothes just like this. We get to the door with the other little kids. They're looking at us like, oh, look at you, you mighty morphin' Power Ranger. And look at you, Wonder Woman. And what are you supposed to be, young man? My mom said, lucky to be alive in this motherfucker, so. <laughs> Trick or treat. I hate it. When you're growing up poor, I hate it. The holiday I really hated, I hated Christmas. Because I, because I had four other brothers. So I thought hand-me-downs was a name brand until I was like 15 years old. I had no fucking idea that shit came new. The thing I really hated about Christmas though, I hated the songs. Because when you're poor, the songs doesn't go with your life. They just don't. There's that one song. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. No, we're dreaming on having lights at Christmas. You know what the fuck I'm saying? <laughs> and it was that other song I really hated. It was the 12 Days of Christmas. You remember that one? And a partridge in a pear tree. That's bullshit. Raise your hand right now if you had a partridge or a pear tree in your hood. Raise your hand. <laughs> 
Nobody did. You know what it was like in my hood? It was 12, gauges shooting 11, pimps are pandering 10, lays lap dancing 9, bills are waiting 8, moms are yelling 7, cops are resting 6, brothers stealing 5 chains that bling. <laughs> Four barking dogs, three shots a hen, two crackheads, and some Kush rolled in a Swisher sweet. That was my neighborhood. That's the shit that I remember. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Hell, my goodness, my goodness. You guys are a fucking awesome crowd. This is going to be so much fun tonight. This is going to be fun. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. This is the question and answer part of the program. Anybody got any questions? Anything about Portland that I can, you know, I can tell you about anything, anybody? Portland, no, Portland? Oh, yeah. yeah, well, question. Is there a more legit place than Voodoo Donuts? Uh, Bob's Donuts, downtown San Francisco. Oh! Probably the only other best place better than Voodoo Donuts. Bob Donuts, I was like, y'all got crack in y'all fucking donuts. <laughs> I've never seen, I thought it was the club. We're walking down the street. I'm like, this club must be jumping. Look at this line. Shit, what's the cover charge? I'm walking, I'm like, damn, they're giving out donuts too? No, this is the line for donuts. What the fuck, really? <laughs> but the donuts were good as hell, I ain't gonna lie. Y'all have some of the greatest food here too. Oh my gosh, I haven't, I've been here, we've been here a week. I've probably, we've only ate at one fast food place the whole time we've been here. Cause y'all, y'all put McDonald's and Burger King on the fucking outskirts of the city. <laughs> you have to think about it before you go. Like I want some McDonald's. That's a three-hour drive. Eh. I think I'm just gonna get a burrito from across the street. I can't even. I can't even fuck with it. It's wonderful here though, but this is a this is an awesome place and we're gonna give you guys a great fucking show tonight before we go off to San Bernardino and make them laugh down there. So with that being said, I'm gonna bring up the first member of the Northwest Nuts who's gonna do his thing tonight. Are y'all ready? Yeah! Hold on, that was almost believable. Let's try it one more time. Are y'all ready? Yeah! That's what I'm talking about. This first gentleman coming to the stage, great friend of mine, love him. He is the, uh, he's, he's the Barry White of our group because he will lower your seat with his voice. Girls, ladies, if you hear what your man, be careful because he's going to take somebody tonight, I'm trying to tell you. With that being said, please put your hands together for my man, Mr. Sam Austin. <laughs> How we doing, San Francisco? Make some noise, Mutiny Radio. Yes, sir. I love each and every last one of you. You're a part of something. You didn't know it, but you know now. I'm going to inform you. I've been told all my life I wasn't going to be shit. I had a very, very good, strong line of women, women tell me to my face, Sam Austin, you're never going to be nothing. No one's ever going to love you. It's never going to work your way. But I tell you what, I came to the San Francisco motherfucking bay. And as soon as I got here to this fine place, a beautiful woman came to me and she was like, you're Sam Austin, aren't you? And I said, yes, ma'am, that is correct. And she's like, daddy, mm, put this in your pocket. And it was a huge bag of weed, y'all. And I said to myself, I am home. Oh, I knew in my head this moment was gonna happen. Believe me, she was arguing about little stuff like, you're late, you're never on time, you're not dependable. And in my head, I was thinking, there is gonna be prettier women with better drugs coming along very shortly. <laughs> Thank you, San Francisco, for making me right. (laughs) 
I want to stop and give it up for some innovators and some people who aren't appreciated enough in everyday, regular, day-to-day life. Hello, puppies. Uh, <laughs> they know what the fuck I'm talking about. They're having, having stuff going under notice and not being appreciated and whatnot. They're looking at the front. Mm-hmm. Person number one that we're going to speak about, Sean Penn. Beautiful man, did more than you know. During a time of great calamity and crisis in our country, he stepped forward. You may not have known this, but during the Hurricane Katrina, this motherfucker went down there on a boat by himself with a shotgun and started picking Negroes and anybody he could help into his boat and got him out of that situation. Here's the fucked up part. You're never going to hear about the movie. (laughs) It's fucked up. It's the world we live in, but I just recognize that if you save a lot of Negroes, no Lifetime movie happens because of that. I appreciated the I appreciated the effort greatly. I feel that me and every other black person on this planet, whenever we see this motherfucker, we should just stop and make chicken immediately. Um, <laughs> the world can't properly say thank you, but we can. Let's clap it up for Sean Penn, San Francisco. <laughs> person number two, important person that's unrecognized, not given enough credit. First of all, Pam Benjamin. Clap it up for her if you know her. Listen, a lot less would be going on for me. I'd be like more hungry, more upset with my day, and not around as much good weed if not for her. So, uh, and secondly, a lot of people don't understand the innovations and stuff that she's been a part of. Let me tell you something. Innovator, originator, OG of stuff. I'm gonna break it down to you. Miss Pam Benjamin's been fucking niggas before that shit became trendy. I recognize it and I see your efforts. A lot of people just hope, hopped on the boat recently. There's been some basketball players, presidents, and things of that nature. Pam was doing that shit before the shit became popular. And I appreciate and see, and I want to know and thank you and recognize you for all you've done for this world. We haven't forgotten about you, nor have your acts gone unrecognized. I love you to the gray of your roots. I swear to God, woman, I do. If you have not heard thus far, we are the Northwest Nuts, and that means there's a t-shirt. Yeah! I'm, yes. Woo! Clap it up for t-shirts, because I'm on it. Um, the one thing about me being on the t-shirt, and you're probably saying, hey, dude, you have a t-shirt. Why aren't you wearing the t-shirt? Your name's on it. Your face is on it. You should, you should be wearing it. I agree. It just so happens they don't make t-shirts in um, huge Negro size. Um, we stopped the sizing at 3X, so I can't enjoy this beautiful big t-shirt behavior that we brought to your city. But each and every last one of you can, and we will be letting you know where to get them. They're outside. Some of the Negroes in back have them on. Um, it's gonna be awesome. I can't personally enjoy it and take place in that, but I figure if you shine, I shine, we shine kind of thing. You know what I mean? Oh. Let's talk about some shit that happened recently that we all we all know about. Anybody uh, remember when Philip, Philip Seymour Hoffman died? Y'all hear about that? Yeah, was, yeah. yeah. A lot of people saying fucked up, hurtful shit. I thought. A lot of, you know, we got a lot of comics in here. You know how the fuck we are. Uh, <laughs> friends of mine were making terrible jokes. Like uh, Philip C. Less Hoffman. Um, <laughs> Philip C. Plus actor Hoffman. Um, and I didn't even feel that was true. I think he was actually a pretty good dude. Um, but I think we need to stop and recognize and, you know, appreciate the tragedy of what happened, man. You know, a lot of people are hurt by this. You know, think about his family. You know what I'm saying? The Hollywood community was hurt by this. His heroin dealer, I'm sure, was greatly affected. 
nobody had a worse day than Philip Seymour Hoffman's fucking heroin dealer. Listen, I'm explaining to you how this dude morning went. He woke up, his woman started hollering him, and she was like, babe, Philip's on TV, and you stumble out of bed? Oh shit, Philip is on TV, and three things immediately run through your fucking mind. Oh shit, my good fi friend Philip Seymour Hoffman is dead, fuck. Thing number two, I'm down like 80 grand a year now. Fuck. Three, I gotta move. And he, here's the thing, he had to move, because understand something, like, okay, in the Philip Seymour Hoffman heroin deal, like let's say you Philip Seymour Hoffman, dude, this dude right here, I'm your heroin dealer. Our relationship is awesome, man. Here's the thing, you pay me about three times what heroin normally costs, and I give it to you, and I never say a word about it. Kevin Bacon don't know, Lucy Lawless don't know. It's just between us, you see what the fuck I'm talking about? But here's the thing, man, and it's awesome, and your life's gonna go great, mine's gonna go great, but here's what the fuck is gonna happen. Now that you're dead, now that you're dead and in the coffin, everything's gone. Now they're looking at why the fuck you did, what happened, and here's the thing. You're a good dude. You made a deal with me. You're never gonna snitch on me. And I believed you, but here's the thing. Robert Downey Jr. didn't make that deal. You see what I'm saying? I see him on TMZ, they're talking to everybody. That dude needs to move right fuck now. Y'all seem like good people. Like I'm, I'm looking at the crowd just making sure we're in the back seat my it was one of the last shows we did recently. It erupted in gunfire. And I'm looking at you trying to see if that's gonna happen, y'all. I, I, I don't see the one. And it was crazy when it happened, though, because you would think, I'd say, hey, the show erupted in gunfire. You think of, like, you know, it was a big scene, like, you know, New Jack City. No. It was a bunch of bitches in the street shooting one another. It was awesome. And I'm gonna tell you how the fuck it happened. <laughs> Listen, it started out like a, a girl fight. You know what I'm saying? And you know how a girl fight is. We've seen it. There's some hair pulling, some scratching. And at the end, maybe if we're lucky, a titty pops out. You see what I'm saying? It was, and so we're all just fighting. There's like 20 girls in the street, and we're all just sitting back watching. And all of a sudden, you saw our host up there hijinks. I hear this nigga yells out, nigga, they pop in the trunk. And I just look around, because it's a bunch of bitches. You see what I'm saying? I'm not expecting like full-grown violence. I'm a bunch of women. It's a bunch of women, you know what I'm saying? I don't think the world's come to that. But I hear the call again. Nigga, they pop in the trunk. And now I start listening because I figure this nigga's eyesight may be better than mine. You see what I'm saying? Like I'm known for being high and letting a lot of shit slip out of my peripheral vision. You know what I'm talking about? So I start scanning the crowd and I'm like, okay, dumb bitch, dumb bitch. Dude with a hood of sweatshirt, somebody's grandma with a 38. Dumb bitch, I'm like, wait, I should go back. Cause I swear to God, somebody's grandmother's holding a 38. And I'm not gonna tell you what the fuck happened from there. I'm just gonna say this, shots were fired, I ran and got home. The purpose of the story is this. When I tell this joke, I have a lot of people come up to me after the show and say, Sam Austin, you need to take that shit down a notch. We're in a new era. Women can do everything men can. And I look him dead in the face and I say, Pumpkin, you are so right. Women can do everything men can, 100%, including shooting people in the street, including growing underarm hair, and including bad foot odor. But I don't think that's the world we all wanna live in, is it? <laughs> I've been having trouble communicating with folks lately. And it's not like I don't think I'm having trouble communicating, I think people are having trouble communicating with me. Uh, I find whenever I meet people, they find the need to tell me their favorite black moment or story. You see what I'm saying? Like whenever I, like if I bump into you, like you feel the need to give me your favorite black moment or song that took place in your lifetime. You see what I'm saying? 
And I get it at a certain level. You're trying to tether. Let me know, hey, you understand where I'm coming from? I could be trusted. Uh, I understand that, but here's the thing. At no level do I come up to you and be like, hey, how you doing, man? I'm Sam Austin. I really enjoyed Edward Norton in that movie Rounders. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's always like a very weird moment for me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's always a terrible fucking story. And I have like, you know, like a young woman in my face who's trying very hard and very, 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 very much so to be convincing. And she'll look at me and she'll say, oh my God, listen, you're gonna love this. When I was a little child, we had a nanny and her name was Nana Shirley and I loved my Nana Shirley and every night she would brush my hair and tell me I was the most beautiful girl in the world. By the way, Nana